You're listening to RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals. Hello, everyone. This is Liz Harvey coming to you from our studios in New York City, where we are dedicated to bringing you top-quality advice from many of the leading expert professionals across the U.S. In today's episode, we are speaking with chiropractor Dr. Luke Stringer, Dr. Stringer speaks regularly to local schools, businesses, and organizations on health, wellness, and safety topics. He enjoys educating others on how to manage stress, how to prevent injuries in the workplace and at home, and how to maintain peak performance in all aspects of life. Dr. Stringer is from Manchester, England, where he studied sports science. Before graduating from Palmer College of Chiropractic in Davenport, Iowa, he played professional rugby for nine years. Dr. Stringer is considered one of the top chiropractors in Chicago and is a contributing member of our national network of industry professionals. Today we're going to talk about a very important topic, ways your posture is causing you pain and how to avoid it. Hello, Dr. Stringer. How are you today? I'm great. Thanks, Liz. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for joining me today. So, can slouching while sitting and hunching over a computer actually cause back pain? Yeah, absolutely. That's essentially one of the major causes of kind of spinal pain, back pain. That could be lower back, could be upper back, mid back, um, pain along the spine. Um, how you sit and stand uh, and the ergonomics of sitting and standing are critically important for good spinal health, good spinal alignment, and essentially how we function both on a biomechanical and a physiological level. Um, essentially, slouching is quintessentially leaning forward, right? So you might be sitting and leaning forward from the hips or you might be sitting and leaning forward from the hips and then your head is leaning forward, your shoulders around it. But regardless, whenever your body moves forwards, that's called flexion. And if you're seated and or standing and you're in flexion from the waist, or from your kind of neck uh, moving forwards, i.e. your chin coming down towards your chest, what happens is you actually increase the vertebral disc pressure. So, for example, if you're sitting and you're slouched over your desk, so you're bending forwards from the hips and your chin's on your chest, you can actually increase the pressure within this by over 300%. So, obviously, if you're repetitively doing this over time, that increase in the disc pressure is going to obviously break those discs down cause disc pathology, um, you know, bulging, herniation is going to create degeneration. Um, and obviously those things aren't great. So if you're dealing with degenerative spines or disc issues um, from just chronic poor posture from being pinned to your desk, then yes, it's absolutely going to cause pain. And how can neck pain be caused by poor posture? Yeah, great question. There's medical phenomenon we're kind of dealing with um, more recently called tech neck. So in your mind's eye, if you imagine you're looking at yourself from the side, you want to see that your ear, the hole in your ear, is on top of that bony point in your shoulder called the AC joint. And you want a 42 degree curve in your neck. You want to have good alignment in the neck because on average our head, heads were anywhere from 10 to 12 pounds. So the curve that's within the neck displaces the weight of the head, ni- weight of the head nice and evenly into the back of the, the joints of the neck. In the back of the joints of the neck, you've got something called facets. Facets help absorb forces, keeps pressure off the joint, the tissue, the discs. 
However, if we're in poor posture, typically what we see, we're talking about corporate America, is that classic anterior head carriage, right? That's where that ear travels in front of the chest, and then your chin's kind of hanging out over your chest, and then you can just see essentially like someone sticking the neck forwards. Well, obviously what that does is it reduces the curve in your neck, and then imagine your head is a bowling ball, and you're going bowling. You keep that bowling ball nice and tight to your chest before you bowl it. You don't really feel the pressure, but if you held it four feet out or a couple of feet out from your chest, that bone ball, although it's the same weight, it's a lot heavier. Heavier. So, for example, if we're in poor posture, for every inch forwards our heads translate forwards, you can add anywhere from 12 to 15 pounds of pressure into the front of the spine. So, to imagine we've got an inch shift plus the weight of a head, you're adding 30 to 45 pounds of pressure to the musculature and the joints and the discs in your neck. Obviously, over time, when you're upright and you're absorbing force, i.e. gravity's hitting the spine, that poor posture is absolutely going to break you down. It's going to create pain in the base of the skull, the neck, the upper back. We're going to get compensatory issues where our shoulders round. That creates upper back pain over a long period of time. You can get disc degeneration. So posture is a window to your health, and you want to make sure that you are working in good posture to avoid any form of neck pain. All right. And what other aches, pains, and discomfort can be traced back to poor posture? Yeah, great question. In our clinical space, we treat the neuromusculoskeletal system. So it's typically, or it's typically, you know, the classic pain that you're going to see. Number one disability in America is low back pain. Number two and three, or number two is neck pain. So if we're in chronic poor posture, you can essentially create pain and dysfunction along the spine. So again, neck pain, upper back pain, low back pain. Obviously, when you're in poor posture, you start to transfer weight. And obviously, when weight's transferred poorly into joints, it can also create pain in the extremities. So that could create pain in the shoulder, in the hip, the knee, the foot, and the ankle. Um, but don't you think having poor posture is going to create kind of aches and pains? It absolutely does. We're going to discuss this on a later podcast. But if you're in poor posture, that essentially means your body's in chronic stress, just physical stress. If the body's in the chronic physical stress, it's going to increase our cortisol levels, going to block hormone reception, increase our insulin within the blood, and this can have physiological effects. So typically in the office, we're helping a lot of our corporate athletes with what we call those lifestyle diseases, those metabolic diseases, poor sleep, poor mood, poor energy levels, poor metabolism, due to the posture creating stress within the body and that obviously throws off our homeostasis and that creates other forms of dysfunction so poor posture is absolutely going to break you down over time and create pain but it also can create dysfunction within the organ system or physiologically overall so we want to absolutely make sure we keep an eye on that stuff too and what can people do every day to maintain good posture yeah obviously ergonomics are really important so if we're in a corporate environment typically we're designed or we're required to sit for extended periods of time, particularly during the pandemic. Not many people have been able to go into the offices. Offices are typically designed around ergonomics, right? Um, good working spaces. So majority of people listening to the podcast have probably, if they're in the corporate environment, spent the last 24 months working from home. So, and work from home, typically in a non-ergonomic sound environment. So two things that we kind of stress in the office are motion is lotion. You've got to move. So if you're sitting, you've got to start standing and use a proper stand-up desk. So rule of thumbs, 20 to 30 minutes standing, 30 to 40 minutes um, standing. Um, 
obviously like kind of rules the uh the four finger rule we use in our office if we ever see anyone on the phone or reading a book while they're waiting for treatment they've got to make sure their chin is four fingers from the chest so you can do this quickly yourself grab your hand open the palm and you're going to put your little finger right in the maneuver of that little kind of indent in your chest and then you're going to bring your chin down till you hit the top of that fourth finger that's as much flexion that we just discussed that we should have in the cervical spine in the neck so if you're on your tablet or you're typing you're looking at the keyboard you're working you're reading a book four fingers chin to chest is absolute maximum type of uh or maximum amount of flexion that we should see in the cervical spine and then lastly intrinsic muscles pick up on movement a lot of the posture muscles that sit deep in your neck deep between the shoulder blades pick up on movement so if we're not moving aka we're sitting eight ten hours a day well obviously those muscles are going to get weak and lazy that creates compensatory issues that upper cross syndrome the lower cross syndrome which essentially means big muscles in the upper back or the lower back get dominant and little muscles tend to switch off and that creates poor posture so what do we need to do break up your workday between lunch and dinner or pardon me breakfast and lunch lunch and dinner spend five to ten minutes taking some postural breaks um engaging those muscles that sit deep in your neck between your shoulder blades deep between your pelvis um simple basic exercise you can do sitting standing at your desk that are going to really activate those postural muscles it's all about being proactive not reactive and if you're doing those proactive steps then there's no reason why you shouldn't maintain good posture and lastly is it possible to correct the effects of poor posture and reduce the pain caused by it absolutely yes obviously everyone's going to have different uh changes to their posture it's all going to be case by case basis um however um based on those changes a, a detailed analysis would have to be done so if you use our clinical example you'll come in sit down with the doctor perform a detailed history perform a physical examination orthopedic examination neurological evaluation we'll take a posture picture with a really cool piece of equipment that we have it'll do some analysis from normal to where you are and to see is to know so we'll take x-rays you know up do we have that forward head shift do we have a reduction in the curve do we have degenerative changes from there you can then lay out a treatment plan based on obviously those clinical findings and that patient's goals what do they want to achieve through coming in and what does it going to take for them to achieve those goals so if you're going to address posture joint mechanics are critically important you can't expect to have good posture if the joint doesn't move well so how do you get a joint moving adjust the joint spinal adjustment extremity adjustment repetitively is going to get that joint moving typically with poor posture you get chronic tissue changes so like we discussed if that head shifted forwards and you're creating tension in the base of the skull there's little muscles that help rotate the head they're going to get weak and inflexible doesn't allow the neck to rotate as well that can create impingement on those nerves in the neck upper part of the neck that can create headaches for example so you've got to break that adhesion down so you've got to be doing some form of soft tissue work many ways you can do it we do an active form of um adhesion release and then obviously traction is critically important you know someone's got a two inch shift in their head carriage either their ears shifted two inches out in front of their chest We've got to address that through traction. You've got to pull that spine back into alignment. Chiropractic biophysics is the most recent form of chiropractic or science and data. Um, so based on biomechanics of the spine. So idealspine.com is a good resource for patients that are specifically looking to improve their posture. Doctors like ourselves spend extensive time training on biomechanics of the spine and how to fix it. And then lastly, rehab, all the exercises that we just discussed on the podcast. Those good 
postural exercises, ones that engage those muscles that sit deep in the neck, working on your shoulder mobility, muscles that sit between the shoulder blades. And obviously there's varying degrees of exercises that we should be doing. It can be done at home and it can be done in the gym. But you add all those things up together repetitively over time, there's absolutely no reason um, that you can't improve and or fix your posture. All right. Well, thank you, Dr. Stringer. We know you're busy, so I want to thank you for your time and your help today. Appreciate having me on. Thanks, Liz. And for our listeners across the country, if you are interested in speaking with the doctor, please visit www.southloopchiropractor.com or call 312-987-4878 to schedule an appointment. And on behalf of our team, we want to thank you for listening. And we look forward to bringing you more top quality content from our country's leading experts. You've been listening to RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals.